This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 53 of the War Vessel Radio podcast. We are just getting back started into um, af- into a new season after a long break. Um, so this week, I was trying to figure out what to talk about, especially with connecting last week's episode with the amalgamation of uh, all the different things I've been going through in this life season. Um, and over the last couple weeks, I've been dwelling on a particular word that is found in scripture, um, and one particular scripture that I'm sure you've all read and are familiar with, or I've heard, or I've heard preached upon at one point in time, uh, is found in Hebrews 4.16, which I want to read quickly, and then um, I'll tell you the word that I've been interested in. So, Hebrews 4.16, and this is the New King James Version, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Um, so that's a very famous verse. And because this verse has a therefore in it, um, I want to go up further up this passage. So you guys get a little bit of um, context because there's more to this passage than just what this last verse in chapter four. So I will go back to um, verse 14. So, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was all was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. So here in Hebrews, um, the writer is laying out who Jesus is, particularly in as our high priest, that he has he has come and fulfilled a position. He is both the sacrifice um, and our high priest. And he begins laying this out. He gets into it more later on in the chapter. We're talking about uh, in chapter 7, he talks about the king of righteousness and Melchizedek um, and that Jesus came from in the order of Melchizedek and the creation of the new priestly service and the greatness of the new priest. And then um, in 9, it talks about the limitations of the earthly sanctuary and the limitations of earthly service. Um, And then in chapter 10, it talks about animal sacrifices being insufficient. Um, And then it goes into the just live by faith everything. (laughs) the just live by faith part. Um, and so the writer of Hebrews is just beginning to lay out who our high priest is and and who um, Jesus is. But I was focusing um, on our role that we are given in this relationship to our high priest that now resides in the throne room of grace and who is our mediator to the Father. Um, 
And that is in this verse 16. And the word that I chose was come boldly to the throne of grace. Or boldly, come boldly. I have a coffee mug that has this on it. Um, and I've never, I know the verse well, but I just don't know what what boldly means. I, I know in my own prayer life, I think I struggle with what I consider to be boldness and coming before him in prayer um, and, and coming before him and um, having an openness that um, would be, that could be labeled as boldness or having, you know, that power to come before the throne. I tend to be more timid and more reserved. And that, I think, comes out of a reverence thing. But this indicates that there is to be reverence with a certain level of hump or chutzpah, if you will. So I wanted to do some digging into that word and really get some fresh eyes and understanding as to what it is. And what I found was really interesting, and there was some pretty huge encouragement to my soul in it. So uh, in my notes here, I have a, the key word is um, boldly. And it is, let me see if I can get this pronunciation correct. Parasia is that word for boldly, parasia. And it can mean, um, and this is, all this information comes from the Blue Letter Bible. So parasia is freedom in speaking, unreserved speech, openly, frankly, without concealment, without ambiguity or circumlocution, without the use of figures or comparisons, free and fearless confidence, Cheerful courage, boldness, and assurance. And there were some $10 words in there like circumlocution and ambiguity. Um, and those aren't the ones I really want to focus on, though they are interesting. But they're, it's how this word is set up, um, unreserved, openly, frankly. Um, when I think of unreserved speech, openly and frankly, um, blunt comes to word often. And I don't think uh, many of us like blunt just simply blunt conversations. Um, they tend to have uh, just an unthoughtful edge to them. And w- when I think about coming in prayer or coming before the throne of grace with Jesus, I don't necessarily want to be blunt or have an air of um, just not caring what I sound like, basically. Um, but the heart of it is that we are able to have this frank and even, yes, even blunt conversation, Jesus is our high priest and he's willing to hear what we have to say. And um, there were two parts of this uh, definition that was laying out this boldly or parisia word, and those two parts were free and fearless confidence, and I really loved this cheerful courage. You know, over talking about the last episode, some of the things that I've been walking through with marriage and with expecting a baby and with the job and um, a house and all sorts of things, uh, it can be difficult to walk in that cheerful courage of prayer. Often, um, it's easier just, I find myself not wanting to pray at all. Like, I just feel so overwhelmed that to even try to bring it to the Lord, it just feels daunting for whatever. There's too much, um, and the enemy can sneak in there and begin laying these seeds of doubt that Jesus doesn't want to hear what I have to say or that or you know that what I have to bring before him it's too big it's too much or even it's too little for him to know about this but Jesus isn't like that Jesus wants us to 
wants to know everything that we are going through. He wants to hear from us so that he can offer his mercy and grace. And that is something I really need to latch on to in my heart. I can, I don't come boldly in that sense of what this is talking about. I don't come with a cheerful courage with, um, and I, the thing I liked about cheerful courage is cheerful to me, uh, represents like, um, somebody who's ready to go to work in all circumstances. They are just happy to be where they're at. Um, it doesn't matter where they're at. They just feel light and, um, and they just have a happy air about them, a certain lightness. And then the courage is just brave to press forward, perseverance, um, taking action in the face of adversity, pressing in. And when you combine those two things, uh, it is really a beautiful picture of a prayer warrior, of cheerfully pressing in to the hard or the good or whatever it is. And that is how I want to come before my Lord and Savior um, is with this cheerful courage that, yes, I might have, um, I need grace, I guess, is, is what it is, that I need to come before his throne with whatever um, it is and just be cheerful about that and have courage and come boldly and not um, and not be downhearted or downcast that I have something to bring before him, but rather be thankful um, and come before him with repentance because they, we can come before the throne of grace with the wrong attitude. Um, and honestly, I'd say we probably don't get very far before the throne of the grace with wrong attitude. If we come with uh, a spirit of pride or rebellion or um, unrepentedness, then we're not looking for grace. We're looking for our own will over God's will. But instead, when we come into his throne of grace with repentance, with humility, with a desire to hear from him, to to do his will and to learn from him, there is an outpouring of grace upon us. And we gain access to this throne room of grace through the blood of Jesus Christ. And because he has become our high priest through his sacrifice on the cross, um, through his life on earth, now we... Um, have the ability to access him 24-7. I'm trying to look at my notes here that I wrote quite a while ago, and I kind of wrote it as a prayer. So maybe I'll just read this, and you'll have to forgive any um, uh, grammar-ish. It's more of just a quick, quiet time I wrote down in a, in a morning um, study. But I do think I want to read this because um, I think it captures a certain aspect of my heart in the moment. And I, I really focused on this cheerful courage thing. So here it goes. I, this is something I wrote. I am to have cheerful courage wrapped in humility when I come before my beloved high priest, Jesus Christ. According to him, I have been given a pure standing before him by the sign of his blood, which I bear. This sign of relationship to him offers me complete, intimate, 24-7 open access to his throne of grace to share all my spirit and soul with him. Nothing I desire to bring before him is unworthy of his attention. He longs to mediate my case or my prayer for me on my behalf, for he has known human need, wants, and difficulties. His offering is grace, which fits every need above and beyond my current needs. I must simply accept his working in my life. 
And I think that is the real point, and I want to wrap this up quickly. Jesus is simple. He simply wants to hear from us. And I often make prayer so difficult in my life that I don't even want to do it because I have to go through all these motion, all these motions of cleaning myself up, like presenting myself, making sure I have the right things to present. Like I'm going to have a, a five-point um, slideshow for him about why I should be coming to pray for him or something like that. And that's not what he wants. He is just after our simple heart before him, a heart of humility, a heart that just longs to talk with him and share where we are at in our situation. And he is ready and willing to pour out his grace in full measure for us, for all of our needs. Or, And if it's not an immediately fixing where we're at, he is giving us grace for our immediate circumstance that we will be carried through it according to his strength. And eventually we will see uh, his working in our lives in a way that changes our circumstances, whether that's a moving of our own spirit to become closer to his heart. So our circumstances, we see our circumstances through his eyes, and then we stop looking at it with our own human eyes, and um, the spirit of heaven moves in, and the circumstances changes because the spirit has changed our heart. Or whether he actually changes that circumstance um, and we get to see his power on in action. In either case, it is a great outpouring of his grace. And he longs for us to come before him and lay out what we have. And he is willing and able to bring us grace. So I feel like um, I feel like I just moving forward in my own life, prayer is a big deal. I've been talking with Laura more and more about how I want to build a habit of prayer in our in our marriage and in our life because this is the cornerstone of one of our weapons we have in in this world and living well before the Lord and and taking ground back against the enemy and maintaining uh, a walk of uprightness before the Lord is through prayer and I really am terrible at praying consistently or knowing um when to take a stand and I need to be developing this and more and more and more in my life just coming to the throne when I know I need to come before before him whether it's for five minutes 20 minutes two hours um I don't know that I've ever prayed solidly for two hours though I wish I could say I had um and I'm not saying everyone needs to pray for two hours there may be times though where um, it takes a great deal of prayer for us to overcome something in our lives. And i that's what I want to get to that point where I love prayer. I love coming to the throne of grace so much that I could pray for two hours and probably not even know about it. Just like it's easy to talk to a really good friend or someone who's really close to you for two hours and not even realize that you've been talking for two hours. Uh, I've had many situations like that in my life where you begin talking, and next thing you know, time just melts away. And I think Jesus is no different if we learn to grow in, in that walk with him. And so I'm seeking to develop um, this boldness and prayer, the cheerful courage in my life and in my marriage and with my wife. Well, I think, I think that's all I'm going to talk about today and try to keep this podcast a bit short. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it has some application to your life. Um, I don't know what moving forward I'm going to be talking about or discussing. I'm kind of just in this process of how do I begin um, 
moving forward back into this podcasting realm. But there, the Lord has put a lot in my heart. There was another topic today I was thinking about discussing that I just didn't end up because it, it was a relatively newer one and one that I felt needed to um, move in my soul. But I think that could be a really interesting podcast and a really cool one. Um, so that will potentially be something, and um, I'm not giving away any spoilers as to what that could be. But thank you all so much for listening. Um, really appreciate it, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.